Hello and welcome once again to Life Lessons with an Inebriated Psychic. I will be your guide to all things metaphysical. Thanks for joining me once again. In this episode, what I want to talk about is shadow work and meditation in order to do deeper shadow work. So when we start doing shadow work in general, we're really doing a lot of journaling. We're trying to get in touch with our higher self, our inner self, our inner child, as it were, in order to actually transcend our traumas and become more whole. Um, a lot of our traumas though might not even be ours a lot of our traumas come from our ancestors they come from our parents they come from the things that we have witnessed or seen so our personal traumas are one level and you know our common consciousness traumas are a different level now it depends on what it is you're needing to clear in order to get to your next level as to who's going to show up Many years ago, when gods and goddesses were multiple, as in the Greeks and the Romans and the Vikings, what they did was a lot of these gods and goddesses are actually elements of the personality. So we have the god of war who has to fight for everything. We have the goddess of love, you know, and all of these different gods and goddesses have different personalities different strengths or weaknesses based on the human race and their personalities and it was the way that they tried to elevate these different aspects of a personality in order to embrace them and now what we do in shadow work is we're trying to look at those levels and we're trying to address them and integrate them into our own normal personality. So traumas can come from anywhere. And a lot of times we might not even be aware of the trauma. A lot of people, um, a lot of people will have major blocks in their childhood from traumas that they experienced. And it's not always necessary to know what the trauma is in order to transcend it. In fact, if you can get to a place of acceptance as to where you are in the here and now and release the idea of knowing what the trauma is and just accepting there was a trauma there, it was connected to this and I'm going to release it, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to release it and allow myself to just flow. Once you can transcend all of that, you actually manage to get to your next level. So a lot of people are big on the journaling for shadow work and it does help if you have knowledge as to what it is you're looking for to actually face it, deal with it and move through it. But if you don't know what it is you're looking for and you can't remember, there's no reason to force yourself into a place of remembering things that are going to bring you more trauma. In fact, quite often reliving an experience puts you back into that trauma in a different way and can mean that you hold on to it for longer because now you're actually having to deal with something you had already forgotten and moved through your life with but that trauma those energy blocks they remain with you and they store in your in your body so when we do energy work like reiki or 
any number of other energy modalities for some reason i went totally blank on any but any of these energy modalities that shift the energy you know like music can shift the energy in your body and allow you to let it go it can change how your body reacts because your body your mind and your spirit are so interconnected that when you've had a trauma in your life something has happened to you it will then store in your body it will affect that it will store in the subconscious it will affect the way that you react to things in the future and these things if they're not dealt with if we're not released they'll just continue to store and cause more and more problems so what we want to do is try and lift ourselves and transcend it and move through it now when you're doing shadow work and you want to do meditation as a part of your shadow work one of the best ways to actually do that is just to sit there and become very mindful of what is going on in your inner dialogue right so most people have an inner dialogue where they hear themselves and quite often we're meaner to ourselves than we would be to a total stranger so we will hear that inner dialogue you will hear the negative patterns of uh, that you have heard so quite often these patterns come from society they come from our community they come from our families and it's all based on what society is deemed acceptable so your house isn't clean enough and you were brought up or maybe even married to somebody who was a pain in the butt about everything being perfectly clean at all times and this created a trauma in you so now when you see dirt your reaction to it is ah i'm going to freak out i'm going to have a reaction and i'm going to hit out at somebody else because it's messy in my house but the truth of the matter is what you're actually doing is having a reaction to your own personal trauma from when you were younger and somebody made you feel a certain kind of way about not having done things perfectly and so then what we end up doing is passing that on to our children and making them feel trauma and when there's always a couple of different reactions that you can have to your trauma you either copy it exactly and become an anal retentive everything's got to be perfectly clean kind of person or you can rebel and become the person who says you know what it's more important for me when i'm up to it to spend quality time with the people i love than it is to live in a perfect house like it doesn't have to be a magazine quality if that's not where your energy needs to go and as a society we're taught one way of doing it but as human beings we have to find the way that works better for us and it's in transcending and ascending these situations and recognizing that all of it has come from somebody else's trauma and therefore their conditioning and therefore they have put that conditioning on us we can move through it and let it go and stop allowing other people's traumas to become something that controls our lives and that's any number of different issues you may have in life you know um you may have grown up with someone telling you you were lazy all the time even if you weren't even if you were the one who did a lot of stuff and that may have come from 
their own trauma of feeling like they would hold that over and over and over again and what they've done is passed it down and then you may turn around and say yeah i'm not doing the same thing that you did so there's always got to be somebody in the family line that breaks these patterns and it's not just one person multiple people and we we break the patterns that are the ones that we're going to need to break the most and any that we don't break get passed down to our children and so on and so forth and that's evolution is breaking the patterns and finding a different way or a better way to be more whole and that's what we're all trying to do is become much more whole as we go through life so with meditation in order to try and clear some of these patterns we want to become more mindful of that inner dialogue. So when you do a meditation for this kind of, this particular kind of shadow work, you want to really just sit there with silence. One of the easiest things to do is concentrate on your breathing. You have to put your attention somewhere. And what you'll notice is as you're breathing and you're aware of your breath as it goes in you become aware of how your body shifts with each breath you can pay attention to the pressure of your body as it sits there where is where is it in your body that you can feel where you're sitting like is it your bottom is it your legs is it your back where are you feeling that and keep breathing and just allow your awareness to expand a little bit and then thoughts will start to come in. Now, when these thoughts come in, what we don't want is for you to think them and then do a deep dive. What we want you to do is pay attention to the thought that's going through your mind, think it, and then release it. Because right now, what we're trying to do is concentrate on breathing. And what is it you're being told? Are you being told, oh, this is a waste of time? Okay, okay, this is a waste of time. I thought it, I'm letting it go. I'm going back to just breathing. I'm centered, I'm here. And allowing these thoughts to just float through your mind like a little cloud going through the sky. And once it's gone, it's gone. And not allowing it to grow bigger and bigger and bigger till you're actually thinking about something. Because what we're trying to do is pay attention to the thoughts that go through our mind that make us into who we are. Our thoughts in our mind make us who we are more than anything else. It's not someone else's fault if that's what you're thinking. That is all on you. And you are the only one with the power to change it. So the reason a lot of people do these positive affirmations, the reason people put so much energy into trying to think positive is because if we can retrain the mind, we can transcend and change the way we live our lives. And it's very much a, it's very much a practice. There isn't one person on earth who's ever perfected it. No one is ever 100% okay 100% of the time. You can be as happy and as positive as you possibly can be. And life is still gonna happen and you're still going to have a bad day. The thing is, if you are practicing gratitude, if you are practicing these positive affirmations, if you are putting your energy into trying to change your perspective 
to be more positive, it can lift your mood. It can shift the way you see things and it can open doors that you didn't expect to be opened. And so that's why we do it. But you have to be aware first that this is what your inner dialogue says. So there are certain key words that you need to pay attention to when you're speaking. I'm just. If you are just, then you are belittling yourself. You're not just anything. You are who you are. And we have to be really mindful about the way we speak to ourselves. You know, we allow ourselves to be preconditioned by society into thinking that kids who do well at school, who get straight A's are like the cream of the crop. But their worth isn't more than the kid who's kind and sincere to somebody else. They might not be the smartest kid in the class, but if somebody is coming up and giving somebody a hug because they've had a rough day, the value in that is perhaps greater than getting an A on a test. And as a society, we've kind of taken away from the things that should really matter because we are such a performative society now. It's all about, oh, I want people to recognize me. I want them to know me. I want, I want that kind of notoriety. Whereas the people who actually sit there and do good, thank you to all of our nurses, by the way, during COVID, who carried on showing up for work, no matter how horrendous it was to have multiple people die every day. Those people, those are our real heroes, not the guy who makes Amazon makes billions and does very little to actually help people. Bonus to Amazon guy's wife, ex-wife, who is now using her money for a lot of good. Again, it's all perspective and it really is about what are your priorities in life. And if you are on a spiritual tract, one would hope that when you are on a spiritual tract, the house you own, the car you own, all of these um, material things should not matter as much as being a decent human being. You know, and are you a decent human being? And do you put your heart where your wallet is? Like, seriously, like, it's more important to be good to people than it is to be right. It's more important to be kind to somebody than it is to try and control them like there's no reason like there are so many instances in life where in trying to be better than everybody else and trying to make everybody think that you're more more than other people that you end up losing out on the things that really matter and so you know, I was I was reading today about somebody saying something anti-Semitic and it really hit me in the craw that anybody would be anti-Semitic and call themselves a Christian just blows my mind because let's not forget Jesus Christ himself was a Jew. So if you're going to be anti-Semitic, like you're literally going against the people that Jesus 
himself was. So I was, I was reading this and it really kind of set me off because it is something that really annoys me when people are ready to attack any kind of minority, black, gay, female, Jewish, Muslim, I don't care, right? If somebody is a minority and you're attacking them just because you don't like them or you don't agree with them because you are a Christian, then that is a trigger for me. So then I have to look at myself, right? And I have to say, why am I so triggered by this anti-Semitism? And I have to find the root cause of why that triggers me so much. And I know what it is. I grew up in England. I had a dad who watched nothing but, you know, the Second World War and the horrors of the Second World War. And it triggers me very much that it appears like we are heading into another horrendous time of that with white nationalism coming very apparent in multiple countries. And the idea that people think that their shit don't stink, excuse my French, because they are better than other people just because of where they were born or how they were born or what they look like or like it blows my mind like just as easily you could have come into this lifetime being any one of these other minorities our souls go into the body where we need to learn the most well if you're in a white nationalist body let me tell you you got a long way to go to evolve it is not okay anyways that's my spiel on that one i went on a tangent didn't i i apologize Anyways, coming back to center, back to the shadow work, I got triggered by that. And if I look at how I was triggered by it and why I was triggered by it, I was triggered by it because it was something that was brought into my attention when I was growing up. And I was repeatedly shown that that is not the way we should treat people. And so to see people coming out, famous people saying such ugly things, it really triggered me. So then I have to look at my own behavior and what can I do to change or be more um, accepting of others, right? Because generally, if we are being triggered and this is somebody who's not accepting of others, I have to look at where am I not accepting of others? Well, I'm not accepting of others when they are white nationalists. But how can I change my reaction to that? Well, I can change it by instead of getting nasty and putting something negative back out there, I can shift it and I can say, look, the actual lesson of the person that you look up to as a Christian was to love each other and forgive each other, not to do this. So I send you forgiveness and I send you love. And I really hope you can feel it. And I hope it can shift you. Because the, the only thing in life I can control is myself. So again, tangent. But anyways, with shadow work and releasing these kinds of triggers and getting through and transcending the traumas, what you need to do first is just breathe. Pay attention to yourself. Pay attention to your inner dialogue. And once you start recognizing those patterns, you will know which way to go. 
Now the other way to handle shadow work with meditation is to do what we call a guided meditation. Now with a guided meditation, what you would want to do is perhaps go and go deep, go to a favorite place and meet with one of your shadows, right? And like we already talked, different personality aspects can be different representations that will come to you. And when they come to you, you can have a conversation you can release things. I like very much to do shadow work where I release things or I embrace something. So if I'm releasing it, I generally will visualize putting things into a fire pit so that they are completely destroyed and I've released them. But then I usually want to try and embrace something positive once I've let go of what I need to let go of. So you can have a row of teddy bears that you give a cuddle to and each teddy bear is like one of those um what are they called those little care bears and each little care bear you can hug it and you can embrace love and forgiveness and kindness and compassion and these things that we would rather feel instead of hate and anger and sadness and greed and whatever it is that you feel like your traumas need to release anyways that is our episode for this week i hope you've all enjoyed it i do apologize for my inconsistencies lately on producing new episodes life has been kind of crazy and i'm still feel i'm still playing catch up i hope to be a bit more consistent going on for a little while but i do have some things coming up that may um, get in the way but I will always be back and I wish you nothing but well again you can always go to lipsy.com and take a look at my website I hope everybody has a beautiful beautiful day and I will talk soon thanks for listening many blessings <laughs>